News time on KCIM. Let's check back in with Nathan in the news studio for that. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. Iowa students could have the option of using more than $7,500 in state money annually to pay for private school under a plan Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds proposed in the annual condition of the state speech last night. Reynolds, a Republican, has tried unsuccessfully twice before to enact a less expansive program of taxpayer-funded scholarships for private schools. However, her more far-reaching program outlined Tuesday could finally be approved thanks to larger Republican majorities in both the House and Senate. She outlined the scholarship proposal during the speech in which she also called for a new effort to improve reading in poor-performing schools, supported grants to encourage fathers to be involved in their children's lives, and proposed programs to benefit rural health care. And we'll have more on those topics in upcoming newscasts. The Carroll City Council voted to move forward with a proposed change order at the Carroll Recreation Center project that would have caused construction delays had it not been approved. At their December 19th meeting, the project's architect presented $28,648 in change orders to the council, but city officials delayed approval due to concerns regarding the cost and necessity, specifically for adjustments to the north entrance ramp and locker rooms. Mayor Mark Beardmore says he met with RDG, the project's engineers, and debating construction, the primary contractor, following that meeting in December. I was pleased with going into more detail to the point where, frankly, I understood it better than I can explain it. It was reasonable the way they explained why these changes happened. Most of them were due to surprises discovered once that the project actually began. To avoid further delays and additional costs, Beardmore signed a change order directive which allowed construction to proceed. The bulk of the council's concern with change order number three was how unclear most of the supporting documentation appeared. Parks and Recreation Director Chad Tmeyer says additional change orders will be prepared earlier to give officials ample time to review and understand them prior to voting. Any change orders in the future will get them out to you a minimum two weeks in advance to allow you to have time, to allow you to come and ask questions. Be happy to meet with you down there to, to take you through and kind of help explain to the best of my knowledge. And if we have to get you know somebody down there to help explain it further, we can. While the change order is proceeding as initially presented, Beardmore says the council has sent the message that they can expect contractors and architects to defend their change orders. I had local subcontractors come to me and say, hey, you know, put up a good fight, you know, you're, you're doing good, you know, stuff like that, and ask questions and things. But each of them said that when you have a, a project of that scope and magnitude and in a 45-year-old building, you better expect these types of things to happen. And so they were, you know, I kind of expected them at first, you know, saying, you know, go get them, Tiger. But at the same time, they were saying, you know, back down because it's, you know, they're reasonable if, you know, they can substantiate their claims and validate why. And, you know, I came out of there understanding it better than I can explain. The project is nearing the halfway point in terms of progress. It remains on schedule to meet the October target date for substantial completion. Video from this segment of Monday's Carroll City Council meeting can be found included with this story on our website. 
Baumgars and Carroll recently presented a check to the St. Anthony Regional Cancer Center for more than $3,000 from money raised during the store's Fall Ladies' Night. On October 23rd, women shopped at 107 participating Baumgars locations, and the company collected 5% of the sales to donate back to each store's chosen cancer center, hospital, or ladies' organization. The 2022 Ladies' Night raised $113,035, and $3,168 was donated to the St. Anthony Cancer Center. Director Lori Pedig says the donation from Baumgars will be used to purchase three patient monitoring systems that capture patient vitals in the medical oncology clinic. The current systems are 15 years old and get much use with our high patient volume. The Cancer Center had a remarkable 3,300 patient visits to medical oncology in 2022. You can find a photo from last week's donation included with this story on our website. And the state's ethanol production broke records in 2022, according to the Iowa Renewable Fuels Association. The industry group reports a remarkable 4.5 billion gallons of ethanol were produced last year, up from the previous 4.4 billion gallon record set in 2021. Observers credit rising nationwide fuel demand as pandemic-related restrictions lessened, Iowa plant efficiency, and ample corn supplies for the upward trend. IRFA Executive Director Monty Shaw says Iowa continues to set the pace for ethanol production around the world. The attractive price of E15 and E85 drove sales during the 2022 gas price spike. Barring a recession, we expect ethanol demand to grow each year as Iowa and other states make progress in increasing access to E15. Shaw notes Iowa plants are well positioned to continue breaking records this year and beyond. The IRFA report was compiled from information sourced from industry surveys, publicly available data, and other industry sources. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM 7 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting. You know, going, that donation story you had, Baumgars, to the Cancer Center reminded me that, uh, yes, we had a donation effort going on here at the radio station. We haven't talked much about it because uh, because of the holidays, and then, then there was severe weather, and then there was vacations on our staff and some of the people that were in charge of that. So we did raise, we were talking about the school lunch menus, uh, uh, the debt. Yep. And uh, we're happy to say, you know, through our donation and, of course, uh, donations from our listeners, probably right around $5,000 is going to be going towards that effort. And that is going to be every school's going to get something out of that. Uh, We're working with the schools. Some would rather have us, you know, say, okay, yeah, we've got that under control. This is, you know, more. So we're working with the schools to make it equitable for everybody. But that does not include the money we brought in over the rest of the holidays through our food drive and all the other money we donated to charity. So it's yeah, that number is going to be much, much bigger uh, to help out local folks this holiday season. But I think the lunch uh, debt drive brought in right about uh, a couple thousand dollars from listeners. And of course, we we threw in a bunch more here at the radio station as well. So about five thousand dollars. Yeah. For folks who aren't familiar, maybe it's been a while since your kids were in school. uh, Lunch debt can build super quickly. Uh, I mean, it's it's remarkable. And for the past couple of years, lunches have been free at, at, at U.S. schools. So if you got out of the habit of paying for school lunches, and all of a sudden, you're behind the eight ball. So really cool. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I knew there was quite a lot of steam behind it, but I wasn't expecting 5K. Yeah, we'll have the numbers come out here soon. I was just talking to Kim about that yesterday. So I, do, I wanted to throw that mention out there this morning, uh, just because I, it popped into my head when you talked about the Baumgar's great uh, support of the Cancer Center and how that just continues on. So, all right, there you go. There, uh, There's the latest update on that. We'll have uh, further details on the numbers, that the exact numbers coming up here soon on KCIM. Got your forecast moments away.